0: This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of Pure N.T. Factor. N.T. Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. N.T. Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown N.T. Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking N.T. Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our guest today is... Joe Twombly. Joe is the deputy director at the Alliance for Natural Health. Their website, anh-usa.org. And they work on our behalf to safeguard our access to therapies and supplements of our choice. Um, So relatively good news is that uh, we may be slowing down momentum towards passage of an MPL bill mandatory product labeling. So uh, Senator Dick Durbin uh, seems to be uh, in an act of desperation. Uh, he's written an article that says that tens of thousands of Americans end up in the hospital each year after taking a supplement. What What's the truth of that? I, I don't know where that statistic comes from.
1: No, I agree. Um, you know, dietary supplements are overwhelmingly safe. I don't, he's written this article saying, you know, trying to exaggerate how, uh, unsafe dietary supplements are. But the fact is the FDA says that they only account for 0.1% of the adverse events that the FDA receives.
0: So the, uh, the mantra that we keep hearing, and in fact, there's a, a recent, uh, CME course that's offered, uh, by the American medical association in conjunction with the FDA. And it's, uh, uh, for physicians, it's uh, so that they can achieve uh, you know the credits that they need to maintain their licensure and their uh, board certification. So just like going to a medical conference, but it's online. And I said, great, because physicians don't really know enough about supplements. They don't know how to answer their patients' questions about supplements. So, uh, and it is highly biased, and what they're saying is that there are no regulations governing supplements. That supplements, it's kind of like a, the Wild West. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Well, what's the truth of the matter? We're, what Are there regulations of, uh, of any kind that yes, are, there, pertain to supplements? there certainly
1: are. Yeah, so the FDA uh, does regulate manufacturers of dietary supplements and does inspections of dietary supplement manufacturing facilities to make sure that they are following good manufacturing practices. The FDA and the SEC also regulate the labeling of dietary supplements to ensure that the ingredients in the bottles are what they should be. Um, and they have the ability to take action against dietary supplements that aren't what they, they say they are. Um, you know, whether or not the FDA is actually taking that action, that's on yeah. them. That's not something that we should create more regulatory uh, burden on the whole industry because the FDA is not necessarily doing their job to the fullest right now.
0: But, but there is product labeling. I mean, uh, it, I, I've made supplements, uh, and you know, I I can't tell you how many times I had to proofread the label to accurately reflect uh, the ingredients exactly how they should be specified, the precise dosages of the ingredients, and uh, you, you can't put a label on a supplement. Uh, a, an above board supplement that's made by a reputable company, without a very very uh, extensive disclosure of what's in it. So I, I mean, isn't isn't this kind of overkill?
1: Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, it it really makes no sense. Uh, You know, like I already explained, um, this is all already public information. The NIH already has a dietary supplement label database. Um, You know, there's already so many regulations on what dietary supplements are allowed to place on their label. They have to list their ingredients and they have to list um, what claims they're allowed to make. There's there's already so many regulations around what dietary supplements are allowed to say and how they have to be manufactured and and what they're allowed to disclose.
0: Right. And then when it comes to claims, I mean, uh, you can't put out a supplement that's like uh, called, uh, you know, atrial fibrillation uh, uh, remedy, you know, you, right? Because that's a disease yeah. claim. Yeah, and that's actually handled by the Federal yeah. Trade Commission, which is a separate agency. They, they will hit you for unauthorized claims, am I correct? Or does the FDA have? Yeah, it's
1: it's both the FDA and the FTC that the FTC would say it's false advertising. If you make a a disease claim, if you say that you're going to treat, cure, mitigate, prevent any disease, and then the FDA would hit you to say that that's an unapproved drug if you say that you're going to treat, cure, mitigate, prevent any disease. So, so, so we actually are laboring that.
0: under a rather restrictive law because even though a supplement may very plausibly be beneficial for a certain condition, we cannot say so. Uh, we, we have to just say, I mean, for example, there are many supplements that have a great impact on blood pressure, but you have to use kind of weasel words. You can say supports a healthy circulatory system, uh, uh, supports, uh, healthy blood pressure already within the optimal range. In other words, it'll help your blood pressure if your blood pressure is normal, but if it's high, we can't say it's going to lower it. (laughs) You know, it's like you have to use these weasel words. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, so, Mm -hmm. so, so that's actually, uh, already, putting the supplement industry at a disadvantage vis-a-vis the pharmaceutical industry because only the pharmaceutical industry can make claims of uh disease claims and uh supplements cannot
1: Mm -hmm. that's correct yeah there's a lot of disadvantages for sure that dietary supplements and natural health in general have against uh, the pharmaceutical industry
0: right so so open up a little bit the portfolio of um the Alliance for Natural Health, because a lot of people think you know we're sort of one-note charlies. We're all about nutritional supplements, and maybe some people don't care no, that much yeah. about nutritional supplements. That there, there, there's a whole lot of issues that A and H gets involved with on the health freedom front, right?
1: Yeah. So you know, really, overall, our mission is really we protect access to whatever natural health treatments, options, modalities, uh, practitioners. That you know, individuals should have access to, and, and we make sure that individuals aren't forced to um, undergo medical uh, procedures or whatever that they don't want to have to go through. So it's so the Alliance for Natural Health protects access to everything from you know dietary supplements to to things like compounded medications to naturopathic physicians and homeopathy. Um, we also support access you know a, a toxin-free environment um, things like organic food CBD um, lately has come
0: under the gun right
1: CBD for sure we want to support access to CBD and dietary supplements is a big thing that we advocate for and there's legislation on the hill that we're supporting um, and and then also you know protecting access to uh, your choice with your body so you know protecting access to uh, Saying that you don't have to be mandated to take a vaccine, for example, if you don't want to take a vaccine, um, but it's it's really protecting ha- access to all sorts of natural health options. Um, it's yeah, it's a very broad range of of different natural health issues that we work on. Um, and dietary supplements is certainly uh, one of the the most critical ones that we've worked on for for such a long time. But but as I said, there's still lots of others. And if you if you sign up for our newsletter, you can kind of get the breadth of the the work that we're working on.
0: And how do people get the newsletter? I presume it's free.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so anyone can sign up for the newsletter on, at our website. It's anh-usa.org. Um, and there's a the button on there to, to sign up um, to get our newsletter. It's a free newsletter. It comes out usually once or twice every week. Um, and it can keep you informed on all sorts of issues. You know, people aren't really aware of what's going on the sort of uh, freedoms that might be getting taken away, the things that you might be um, not realizing. Like so many people don't understand that this uh, dietary supplement legislation is happening on the Hill right now. When I mention it to people, even people who are, you know, working with dietary supplements, many of them are not aware until they uh, learn about A&H and hear from, from us that there's this threat to dietary supplement access.
0: So it's kind of a Paul Revere uh, function is uh, making increasing public awareness and uh, spurring uh, public reaction to legislation yes. that affects us. Yeah. Uh, also, there's an emphasis on environment, uh, on, uh, you know, clean, non-toxic yeah. uh, environment. Exactly. A
1: toxin-free environment, we say, you know, because, yeah, definitely, you know, with your air, your water, your food, all of it is being polluted in different ways and and so we definitely are working to, um, you know, try to eliminate toxins that are, are harming our bodies. And, um, there's just a, a lot of different issues and we're trying to, you know, we're always lobbying, um, and advocating to the SC, excuse me, to the, uh, USDA and to the EPA to also help us with that effort, um, because there's a lot that they're not doing that you would think they're taking care of.
0: And when it comes to uh, the mainstream press, uh, not a reliable source of information about uh, supplements and natural health?
1: No, that no, unfortunately not. And it seems like, especially in this latest attack on dietary supplements, there's really been a lot of news stories in mainstream media outlets uh, attacking dietary supplements, saying, are they useless? You know, what's really in them and, and all of these things. Um just attacking dietary supplements and uh, it's, it's just completely false. It's, I, I mean, the people, uh, there's just, there's no facts behind it. it. It just doesn't make sense how they're coming up with some of this information.
0: So let's put our, our tinfoil hats on, uh, if you will. Uh, is there any evidence of, of coordination? You know, I won't say conspiracy because that's a buzzword, but coordination between the media, certain legislators, federal agencies, And the press and uh, also the medical establishment when it comes to this uh, very strong bias against the use of nutritional supplements. Basically, what they're saying, I've seen article after article in the past couple of weeks and I've refuted them in my newsletter. The supplements are worthless. Okay. Yeah. If you have like pernicious anemia or something like that, yeah, fine. But um, you don't really need supplements.
1: No, I mean I think there there is there definitely is, and you don't even have to have the tinfoil hat on. I mean, you can just sort of follow the money as you've as you've mentioned, you know um, you can see how members of congress and and senators are are getting so much funding from the pharmaceutical industry and then the pharmaceutical industry is also providing funding to major news outlets and they pay for advertising. Um, they pay for, you know, they they just have so much money <laughs> compared to, you know, natural health, for example. So they can put money behind all of these different efforts, um, and it it, it it I think it's a coordinated attack. I don't know how you could say otherwise, really.
0: When you roam the halls of Congress, and I, I know what that's like because uh, I've been there. Uh, who are your stalwarts? Who 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 can you go to? And who will lend you a sympathetic ear? And and we want to give a shout out to those legislators, because uh, for those of us who are interested in natural health, uh, they should be rewarded with your support.
1: Yeah, well, I would say, um, you know, uh, so definitely on this issue, Senator Mike Lee, a Republican from Utah, has been a really big supporter. Um, Rand Paul also has been a big supporter Um, in in the House. uh, There's also... um, Representative Curtis, and there is um, Representative uh, Cardenas from from California, and then uh, let me think of the others. There's also um,
0: anybody from Wisconsin because that's a big supplement industry state. No? Oh
1: gosh, Wisconsin. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head okay. right now, but yeah. So we still have some, but you know, with the retirement of Senator Hatch, um, it has been harder for the supplement Harkin. industry. Yeah. Yes. Um. yeah, those were some real champions that we had in Congress and could really come on. And I wouldn't say we have maybe as strong of leadership as, as we did uh, previously, unfortunately.
0: Okay, so uh, what you're saying essentially is that uh, the issue which looked like it was hurtling towards approval of this, man- this MPL, the Mandatory Product Labeling Which we really want to push back against. That uh, it's not dead, but it's running on fumes a little bit as the deadline approaches for making that FDA appropriation, as whether it'll be a rider on the bill that will, in effect, enable FDA to uh, extract user freeze from the the pharmaceutical industry and and sustain its efforts. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to prognosticate because we're in the middle, but you think we got a shot at beating this?
1: I feel a lot better about it than I had been say a month ago. I think I think we do have a shot to beat this, and um, I think we just need to keep the pressure on Congress to let them know that we oppose mandatory product listing for dietary supplements, and you know just just continue to make sure that it doesn't get included in that final bill. Um, but we definitely have a much better shot, I think, now than than we've we've had in the past. So that's that's really great.
0: Okay, so, uh, you know, what's our, uh, what's our call to action? What can listeners do?
1: Um, so right now, I would say to contact Congress. Um, so we have a web, uh, a specific web page on our on our website, it's save com, And you can send a message to your elected officials from there. Um, Automatically, right? Because it'll the- you just put in your, yeah. your zip
0: code and it'll direct you because some people frankly they don't know who their congress people are i mean maybe they know who the senators right are, but it's such a mishmash they don't even know who they yes. who to write to yes
1: and so that you just fill in your name and your address and we've already put in some language uh, a letter to congress so you can send that form letter or if you want you can tailor it however you'd like um but that's a letter that lets Congress know that we oppose this mandatory product listing for dietary supplements, and we want to protect access to dietary supplements. Um, and then, you know, if you feel comfortable, we also would encourage you to to call your member of Congress and your senators. Uh, but but either either one or both is great. Uh, whatever you can do to reach out to Congress uh, mm-hmm. to let them know that you want to support access to supplements and oppose this mandatory product listing that's really helpful.
0: And many are campaigning now. Not all the senators, but all the representatives, and and you know make it clear that that's part of your agenda. Uh, you know, if yeah. you're uh, attending a a fundraiser, uh, if uh, you know you're pressing the flesh or with town hall
1: or a town yeah.
0: hall or something like that, uh, because uh, this is a, an issue of of concern. And I think uh, the vast majority of the public is not saying regulate our supplements. We want more regulations. I, I really don't think there's a tremendous uh, public groundswell for that. Uh, yes, we want safety. Yes, we want uh, some enforcement capability of the FDA to take some of the bad players out of the game. You know, recently I heard of this. It's amazing. Uh, they, were, they had four brands of honey. Uh, and honey was like, you know, designed to enhance energy. And there was some connotation that it was going to enhance your sexual performance honey mm-hmm. and it turned out that the mm-hmm. honey contained viagra <laughs> so okay. they had to take it off the market. but that's not the kind of thing that you know you're going to find from a reputable uh supplement manufacturer. there's some wackadoodle products out there yeah. but again you know what's the mandatory product product listing going to do for a product like that they're going to go yes uh you know uh 98 hun- honey two percent viagra they're not they're not going to mm-hmm. put a disclosure on there no uh, no so
1: yeah, yeah so it is certainly not going to help the public Safety
0: in that way. No. Indeed. All right. Well, hey, listen, uh, are you going to be, is is Congress uh, adjourning for late summer or are you going to be? They
1: will be taking August recess. And so, um, I mean, we'll still be advocating. I'll still be talking with congressional offices during that time. Um, You know, as you said, speaking with staff, of course, at that point, but uh, to, to let them know that we post this just to make sure that they continue to know that we're not wanting this to be included in the final FDA user fee bill.
0: Okay. Well, make sure you have a a few pairs of comfortable shoes, because I know you do a lot of padding around the Capitol building. And, uh, you know, uh, we want to make sure that you get around as many legislators as you can and uh, share uh, our viewpoints with them. And I know you're doing a fantastic job there. So thank you, Joe, uh, for your great efforts. Thanks. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Uh, once again, yeah, Ed, thank you for
1: having me. Yeah, and
0: f- uh, from our website, it's drhoffman.com slash ANH, drhoffman.com slash ANH to learn how you can take action. And even, uh, you know, as I have, you can donate to ANH. Uh, A&H. uh, I will be matching all donations up to a total of $5,000. And we've received a substantial number of, uh, of um, donations on that basis. We're not up to the $5,000 threshold, but I want to thank the listeners who have been move to, uh, contribute. So great stuff. Uh, we're going to save our supplements. We can do it. It's, uh, our all hands on deck moment. Thanks Joe for joining us. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Ron.
0: I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free full script account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.